Before we begin, I'd like to announce that I'll be attending the 62nd Annual American Society of Dowsers National Convention June 8th through June 12th at Plymouth State University in Plymouth, New Hampshire. At the conference, I'll be teaching a past life workshop on June 8th, and I'll be a featured speaker on June the 10th. I will also be offering live one-on-one -on -one Akashic Dowsing sessions at their wellness center, and Vital Bioenergetics co-op members will be offering their products at a booth in the vendor area. For more information and to reserve your spot at this exciting event, please visit www.dowsers.org. And now for today's podcast. Welcome to High Vibes with your host, Bill G. At High Vibes, we're looking into what it means to be a fourth dimensional being in an ever-changing world. We hope that by listening to our podcast, you can feel a greater sense of peace and connection as we collectively raise our energetic vibration to the next level. And now for today's podcast. Hello and welcome to High Vibes. I'm your host, Bill G. Recently, we recorded a conversation with myself and Vital Bioenergetics co-members, Jamie Westrom and Jody Crotty, where the topic was, what are the qualities we look for in a healing or energy work professional to assist us on our own healing journeys? What this turned into was an hour-long conversation where we talked about our own personal healing journeys and the heroes and antagonists who helped us become the talented healers we are today, while also talking about the qualities we try to emulate within ourselves so that we can provide the best experience possible for our clients. Since we like to keep our episodes here at High Vibes to less than half an hour, we decided to break up our conversation into three parts so that we can include each part of the recording by breaking up our conversation into various subtopics. On today's episode, we're going to focus on our own personal healing journeys. The reason why we're starting here is that when we're looking for a partner in our own healing, it's generally important for us to understand that the practitioner we're seeking is a fellow seeker who is not only working on getting their own stuff together, but that just like you, they have experienced their fair share of pain and overcoming of obstacles, which has brought them to the choice to put themselves out there to help you along your own journey. And now, on to the conversation. I'm one of those uh, types of people, or at least uh, Nina and I are one of these types of people who um, we find something we really like, and then we learn how to do it ourselves because generally, you know, we're, we're kind of these self-reliant people or, who, who, you know, the, the, I don't know, the typical pioneer type of people. And you're like, okay, well, you know, teach me to fish and I'll, and I'll eat for a lifetime. And so... Whenever we have run into problems we don't know how to fix, we would find someone who could, you know, we connect with, and then we would see them for a little while. And if we really liked what they did, we would then go and learn it. Uh, like, for example, when, uh, when Nina and I were first married, she had a lot of uh, medical issues that she couldn't really, um, we couldn't. Western medicine just wasn't working out. So we went to go see an acupuncturist and we 
we, we saw this acupuncturist for about two years. And then, you know, at that some point she was like, wow, this is really cool stuff. I'll go to acupuncture school. And so she went to acupuncture school and became an acupuncturist. A few years later, uh, she had a, uh, a friend who was uh, doing Reiki. So I, I received a Reiki session and I was like, oh, this is really cool. I'll learn how to do it. So I became an, a you know, Reiki master. And then a couple of years later, we found something that Reiki just wasn't cutting, cutting it for. We were living in a haunted house. And so we, we called up this person who does spiritual response therapy. She did a session with us. We, she cleared the house and, you know, she, and she was like, oh, by the way, you're going to have to need to do this on a regular basis because, you know, where you live and whatever. And I'm like, okay, all right, where do I sign up to learn this? And so that's how I actually became a Akashic Dowser is I, we had a problem to solve. And so I learned how to do it. I took a class and I learned how to do it. And that's really how we approach life in general. Uh, whenever we have a problem, we don't know how to fix We'll find someone who can kind of give us some guidance and we'll take a workshop or, or whatever, and then we'll, we'll run with it. We'll, we'll learn how to do it ourselves. And so that's really what our process is all about. I never really grew up with, quote, a religion. I, I was never raised to believe one way or another. I wasn't raised Catholic or Christian or anything. So growing up, I was always outside. And now that we're talking about this, I kind of was thinking, I had always loved being outside, loved being out in nature, loved being out there, you know, had this huge imagination when I was a kid, you know, talking to different, I never really had dolls. I talked to my stuffed animals, like there were really people. I would set up little scenes in my yard, and my sister can attest to this, that I would set up little scenes in my yard with all of my stuffed animals and it would be a tea party or it would be just like an episode of Lassie. You know, I would hide one of my stuffed animals and then I would rely on the animals to help me find the animal that I hid. So it, the creativity and the imagination and just being connected with nature kind of started it all. Then as I kind of grew older, I became a veterinary technician. So animals have always been incorporated in my life one way or another. And I never really understood why. So I went to a friend's house and she was having a, a psychic session, like a psychic medium was coming and there was going to be a group of us. And I had seen psychics before. I knew their game. I knew what they played. They, you know, they read people's faces or they uh, I'm getting a name. It begins with an R. Does anybody have an R? Very random kind of things. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to check this out. And plus it was a good friend of mine. So I went over to her house and the, the psychic medium lady who name is Beth, who actually is a really good friend of mine now. She kind of did the session. I was taking notes for everybody. So I was the note taker until she got to me. And then I kind of handed it off. And she proceeded to tell me, oh, I'm surrounded by animals. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I didn't believe what she was saying. I mm -hmm. kind of was like, okay, well, tell me something I don't already know. Right. So there was that point of, I was trying to get her to prove it to me that it was legitimate. Like this energy that tell me something I don't know. So there was a little bit of skepticism. So oh, you're surrounded by animals, all of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You can probably see the dog hair that I have on my sweater or, you know, the picture of my dog that I brought with me, you know. Who knows? 
then she tried to say that I needed to look into animal telepathy. And I was, what? I don't even know what the hell that is. Is that even a real thing? Again, with the skepticism and judging. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, it's right, Jamie. And this time we're so judgy. And so after the session, I went up to her and I was like, told her what I did and all of this, but I still didn't understand how she got the information. Was she like, how was she receiving it? Did she feel that I was surrounded by animals? Did she see that I was surrounded by? So it was all through these senses. So she told me to look up animal telepathy or animal communication. And I said, okay, fine. I don't even think it's a real thing. Looked it up on Google. Sure enough, there's animal communication. Okay, well, what is it about? And obviously most people, when they think of animal communication, they think of Dr. Doolittle talking to the animals. And then I was like, this woman is a joke. If she thinks that I'm going to be an animal communicator. Yeah, no, mm -mm, nope. But then I started to really believe that this was something that I could do. And I started meditating and learned a little bit about my guides, my ancestors. So this whole spirituality kind of developed just because of that one session. And I then met Danielle McKinnon, who is a world-renowned animal communicator and author. She's actually my mentor. And I took classes with her about animal communication. And It was the best thing that I could have ever done, even though I was so skeptical in the beginning and thought it was a joke. The more I trusted myself to say, okay, I'm going to see where this leads. I'm going to, I'm going to see where it goes. And the trust began to build. And then what I was connecting with the animals, what I was seeing from the animals, it was though those puzzle pieces were beginning to come together. This was why I was here. This is why I chose the career that I did. This is why my husband said to me the other day, no more animals <laughs> in our house, no more. Uh, so it, it kind of developed over time. So I've been a certified animal communicator, a soul level animal communicator for going on four years now. And it builds and builds and builds through the trust that I have in myself, through allowing myself to see what this world holds, see what the animals are showing us and kind of connecting those dots uh, that the animals kind of help you along to connect those dots as to why you're here and how they're helping you and how they're teaching you about yourself. So that's kind of how it all kind of came to be. My own personal journey, I was not getting the answers I wanted from Western medicine. Really, I had had five head traumas On the fourth head trauma, I went to the doctor's office and this, the doctor literally Googled WebMD, typed in the word concussion and read me the definition off WebMD, which I had already done at home before I went to the doctor's office. I was really frustrated because I wasn't looking for, I didn't need to know what a concussion was. I know everybody knows what a concussion is, right? I wanted to figure out how I could help my head heal better where there was a spot that was damaged now and not getting enough electrical flow and enough circulation or, you know, I wanted to be able to do something to support my head so it could heal from this trauma. 
And I was just going to solve the problem myself and do the research. And, uh, and I never went to a doctor ever again after that, not a, not a regular visit, you know, general practitioner that started me on my journey. And, um, I went back to school to study holistic nutrition and I got some answers there. They weren't amazing answers, but got some answers there. And then I kept seeking and I got my Reiki certification as well. And my yoga certification and I found some answers there and then did some Tai Chi and some Qigong and found some stuff there. And, but I just, I kept seeking because I really, I guess maybe I knew that I needed to, you know, I wasn't completely healed or whole. And so I just kept looking for more answers and I find all of this subject matter really fascinating. Um, and then I found the form of dowsing that I use, which is quantum reflex analysis. And it was like somebody handed me this giant golden key to unlock the secrets of the universe. That's how I felt. And it encompassed healing concussions or trauma, physical trauma to the body in a real way, a measurable way, a way that made sense to me. It included healing emotional trauma, which was something that I had, um, well, that we all have really, but I had become aware of that being an obstacle to healing fully. If you're not able to release those emotional traumas from your, the cells of your body. And it included protecting yourself from electromagnetic fields, which I knew was a problem with all the cell towers going up everywhere. And just this constant slosh of electricity we're in. And it included the nutritional piece, which I knew was important, but it gave me a very systematic way to figure out exactly what supplements I should take personally, which I knew is different than what you Bill should take or you Jody should take because all our bodies are different and we need different things. So it kind of had all those pieces for me. And so I've, I mean, I've continued to study other modalities, but I always use the dowsing to help me find answers. And now when I'm looking for a practitioner to help me, they have to be a very special person because I've done so much work, you know, in these fields. And typically, you know, I find acupuncturists are very, uh, very tuned in and tapped in energetically people that are mediums. Um, some of them can be very tapped in energetically, uh, those types of people, chiropractors, there are a lot of wonderful chiropractors that are really good with body work, um, massage therapists. I've had so many amazing, I don't know, just quick, quick, fast healing experiences from working with other practitioners in the, you know, in those fields. I think one of the most important things though, that I look for when I'm working with somebody else for, for my own person is, does this person have empathy? Is this person willing to sit and listen to my story? And are they, are they hearing me and they're, are they understanding what that means as far as how that's physically manifesting in my body? And do they know what to do about it? What we all have in common here, it's, it's, it's a seeking and, it, and it's a, it's an, a journey that doesn't end. You know, it's not like I found this healer and I became healed and I decided to become a healer. We all went into our various fields 
seeking the healing for ourselves by learning the healing ourselves by immersing ourselves in the healing ourselves but we we're not perfect people we can't learn everything so we're always had always seeking other people who have maybe a little bit of more knowledge than we do or have more knowledge in something that we're not uh, very uh, knowledgeable in one of the things that i i love about you guys is you know i've we've both Nina and I have used your services because we found what we really like. We found some aspects of things that we couldn't do ourselves and we want, and, and we were seeking people who had a very unique perspective. And again, back to Jamie's point here, the empathy, so, so important. I want to be heard. I want to be seen. I want to, my story needs to be important to the person that I'm talking to. So that way they can meet me where I am and speak to me in my language and, and speak to my emotional trauma and speak to whatever. So I, you know, you never want somebody who's going to preach at you. You don't want somebody who's going to judge you. You don't want any, you know, that sort of thing. And, and you don't, and, and so often, especially in Western medicine, you, you, you feel like they don't have enough time for you and you're immediately judged when you say something they disagree with. And it's, it's very, a term, it can be a very traumatic experience. Now there are exceptions, of course, I've, I've had a, you know, many doctors who have been very wonderful people, very thoughtful people or whatever, but it's, it, they're, they're more the exception rather than the rule. Thank you for listening to part one of this conversation with Jamie Westrom and Jody Crotty. In part two, we'll talk about what we find interesting about each other, as well as our, some of our own experiences of being each other's clients. I hope you'll join us for that. For more information or to connect with Jamie Westrom, please visit www.biofieldexpert.com. For more information or to connect with Jody Crotty, please visit www.jodycrotty.com. That's J-O-D-Y-C-R-O-T-T-Y.com. And of course, if you would like more information about vital bioenergetics or to book a session with me, Bill G., please visit www.vitalbioenergetics.com. Thank you for listening. For more information about Bill and Nina G., please go to www.vitalbioenergetics.com. See you next time.